You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, punters, dribblers, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We are back for another week, severely depleted of, uh, I'm not going to say serotonin, but just things that make you feel good. Mm. Um, We've had a massive weekend. Shout out to Hamish for what was one of the great 30th birthdays, certainly that happened that weekend. Yeah. You know? Mate, it was a ripper. Happy birthday to Hamish. Uh, but it's it's left us broken, the 30th. Yep. The shenanigans, yep. the goings-ons. Uh, Chinese, Bondi, karaoke. Shout out to Bambusha Chinese Restaurant. Um, now, look. Look, a ooh, shout out, is that? Well, shout out seems a little bit too, is that like positive? Maybe. Maybe a little bit too positive. Now, listen. Did I only have half a dim sim? Yes. And were you charged $33 for, the, uh, for your troubles? Yes, I was. Yes, you were. But I can't work out if that was my fault or theirs. Yeah, because, like, you know, if they fall asleep. Did I go looking for food? No, you didn't. No. Well, no. Did I have a seat? No, I didn't. I stole someone. You stole plenty. You stole plenty that night. Now, a bit of context. Bambooja Chinese restaurant. There were three staff there. There were, what, about maybe 30 of us, 40 of us. Another table of uh obnoxiously intoxicated people who were looking for a fight but unruly gentlemen unruly gentlemen we didn't fight anyone no there was zero fighting going on despite what i thought was almost an odds on situation for someone oh, if you, or if you're if you're punches. a betting man you'd look at that and say that's money for jam fights are th- for something's you, going down you would have lost money there was you would have lost money some of these assholes on this other table were coming over to our table pouring beer on themselves like just general unruly behavior um, none trying to start fights in the in the more traditional sense of put them up, but doing everything they could to get someone to punch them. Well, it was it was pretty much a put them up without putting without them up. asking for you to put them up. Mm. Now, it was a karaoke restaurant as well, punters dribblers, and the the group in question. It was actually quite a nice setting. They were there for their disabled friend's 42nd birthday, I think it was, Eddie. A Down syndrome gentleman. Very lovely man. Um, And he was taking to karaoke as... A duck takes to water. As feverishly as any karaoke singer gone. Or as manly takes to rings. As manly takes to golden point victories. As Daily Cherry Evans takes to drop goals when the game's on the line. I believe, and I'm quoting here, that it was the greatest night of his life. So it was a wonderful night for this young gentleman. I can't remember his name, but he was singing his heart out. John, Mm. shout out to John. Not to your mates, though, John, sorry. But John... John didn't want to share the microphone with anyone. So, well, he would only share. So you couldn't sing by yourself. You had to sing a a duet with with John. Yes. Now, this is fine once or twice for a bit of, you know, like a bit of fun. But, I mean, you and I had a number prepared that we weren't able to get to. And many other people did as well. John sort of stole the night. And then John's friends left John. And John was just left with us. And John continued to... Own the stage? Yeah. Yeah. It was John's night. It was John's which night. Which was unfortunate because we were there for Hamish. Yes. So Hamish's 30th was hijacked by a lovely fellow in John. Yes. But it became about John and not Hamish, which I think detracted somewhat from the evening. Yes. Now, listen, I think that I, it was great that John had a good night. One of the great nights of his life, he said. And I would have been happy if it was about if it was a night for John and Hamish. Yes. But Hamish got no shine. No. No shine for Hamish, which is where, I mean, I think things could have been improved. Yes. 
Uh, was there any way of doing that? No. No. No, there wasn't. Doing? Like, what do you do in that we, situation? We, we didn't have the tools, all the resources, all the know-how. Or his mates was, who had left. Yes. To do anything about it. So, unfortunately, Hamish was left unshined, unwaxed. And you just had to sing with John. Yeah. Uh, which Hamish didn't really like. Well, I mean, look. In you, fairness to Hamish. You do develop a rapport with someone, much like we have, Eddie, and we know each other's idiosyncrasies. Mm. When I know you're really going to hit a high note and when I should sort of back off. Yeah. And when you then let me shine, whereas with John, I just there wasn't that sort of that uh, that familiarity. Well, there wasn't enough time to build the level of rapport required to go all night with him because he had the stamina of Shane Keith Warren. Yeah, he did of of ten Shane Keith Warns, um, and certainly got his money's worth. He got his thirty three dollars <laughs> worth, and then some. And then some. And then some. <laughs> He got all that. It was one of the great buys of all time for John. One of the great buys. I mean, if you're spending $33 for the night of your life, and I, that, that's quotes. That's, that's, that's money well spent. That's money well spent. I mean, people have spent billions in the pursuit of happiness. Mm. And for John, $33 did the trick. Yeah. I don't even know if he may have been shouted as well. I don't even know if John paid for it, which is, and you know, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. No, he shouldn't have. Um, but look, we, we, we certainly left the karaoke. Uh, with a lot more in the tank, you could oh, yeah. say. And that was where the night sort of started. Started, yeah. Yeah, it started back at Hamish's, um, full of vigor, full of life, a uh, lot of yelling, as Chica just pointed out, a yes. lot of screaming at each other, um, debating, uh, just trying to one-up each other, yeah, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. A lot yeah. of one-upmanship, a lot of alpha energy in the room, yep. uh, which was fun. Which was fun, but it does equal people screaming over the top of each other to get their point across, which you need to be wildly intoxicated <laughs> to take part in. That's or usually, enjoy on any level. Yeah, that's usually when my girlfriend leaves. Yeah. I didn't follow her this time, which was a mistake. That was not because I was in trouble or the doghouse, but because I'm now feeling it yeah. in every part of my body fiber every molecule every yeah. fiber down deep down into my soul punters dribblers today has been awful <laughs> uh this was obviously my first crack back yeah, since dry july thought. started and it has not gone well <laughs> for me no well uh, like it went well but now it hasn't no I was so hungover on Saturday, or Sunday rather, punters, dribblers, I ordered uh, a KFC ultimate burger meal, zinger, and three wicked wings. When when it arrived, I fell asleep, woke up and ate it cold. It was that sort of day. Yeah, those sort of a day. I came over to your place to do some work, Eddie, sat on the couch for an hour, then just left. <laughs> so that's what you're dealing with. And then obviously, as any punter and dribbler knows, at least one who is working into their sort of late 20s, 30s, uh, Monday is the worst day. Oh, yeah. Monday is the worst day after a big weekend. Sunday, obviously not good, but I don't think that the full effects of the weekend have actually hit you. Well, Sunday allows you the ability to remain horizontal throughout the day. <laughs> yes. And I enjoy being horizontal. Yeah. There was football on. There was cold KFC to digest. Yep. Today, it was, it was all hands on deck. It was work day. There was things to be done. I needed to be on, yeah. and I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, punters, dribblers, you're going to have to uh, bear with us on this one. Look, obviously, we always bring our A game when it comes to this podcast uh, for you guys. We said last gals. week we're never down. We're never down. 
And we're never out. And we're never out. But we're a little down <laughs> and we're a little out today. <laughs> But not out. But we're not out, though. Just a little. So uh, best that we uh, shine our shoes, put a smile on our face, comb the hair, Eddie, Mm -hmm. pull the socks up, tighten your belt, and uh, get ready to rip into what was... Now, I I don't want to sound hyperbolic when I say this. One of the biggest weeks in world sport. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. For a couple of reasons. Rugby league was, again, the winner. Um, There's a couple of different yarns there. Rugby league throwing up some weird... weird, It's a weird week in rugby league in terms of some of the stories. That's right. A couple of weird stories. Uh, The Wallabies got a win. You, you. Do we... Do we touch on that? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, let's not promise anything. Maybe not. I'm not promising a damn thing. Because we didn't watch it. Um, Did I watch our highlights? No. No, I didn't even want so to. So I'd be doing it off feel. Yeah, same. And feel alive. Feel alive. <laughs> Dude, I think we played pretty well. Uh, ultimately, we got the win, and that's important. Um, also, uh, we've got Australian swimming's caught a case of the Sun Yangs, so we're, uh, we're going to have to look into that. Otherwise, we'd be China. If we, if we didn't acknowledge when we've got a Sun Yang in our midst, we'd be China. So we're going to face that head on and try and make sense of it. Also, Eddie, what... Is probably the most exciting uh, story in Australian sport right now. Uh, the Tour de France has wrapped up. Yes, it has. Not, yeah, sure, sure. We might touch on it. We might, we might not. Also, the Asher squad has been announced and we might just give out... Oh, we'll be giving something. ...feeling on that. We'll be know? giving something. Yeah. Starts this week. Starts this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be giving you a feeling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, well, go, don't just gloss over that. No, you know what? I mean, it's it's just you know, it, it's that sort of day. it's that sort of a day. Okay, we're absolutely going to talk ashes. <laughs> just get off my back. So, as you cast your, as we cast our lazy eyes to the northern beaches, mm-hmm. uh, a land of the uh, beaches, babes, rings, glory, really. Um, yep. All signs or all things I'm hearing out of the Manly Seagulls Club is that. They've got the tape measures out and they're measuring fingers because rings seem imminent. Rings seem imminent to me. When you go down and you beat the uh, top of the table Melbourne Storm in Melbourne in Golden Point. On a 10-game win streak, punters, dribblers. I think that you start to measure fingers. fingers. Now, that's what I've been led to believe. Jamie Soward, friend of the show... He's hearing those whispers as well. Yep. If you look at his power rankings this week, who's he got number one, Tom? Who's he got number one, punters, dribblers? The Manly Seagulls, that's right. So that that means that we are considered the greatest team in the competition. Right now. Now that's fact because friend of the show, Jamie Soward, said it and we've oh. said it. So it's now fact. Uh, I didn't think that we would be here today. I didn't think so. I didn't Certainly not in 2019. In 2019, of course, of course. After the year we had last year and what Des has been able to do with these big, thick boys All is just unprecedented. But, I, it, but it does sort of... I think now it's conclusive that the alpha-looking coach... Not but, an alpha but, male coach. Yeah. He's a beta coach, but he looks like an alpha. Mm. So that was very misleading in the well, early going. You know, I mean, like six packs are all well and good, and 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 obviously like a phenomenal jawline. Mm. Every everyone wants that, right? Yeah. But that's not what you're looking for in a coach. That's an added bonus if you've got it. But yeah. if you don't, that's not a problem. Some of the some of the the most soft chinned 
men in this great nation more qualified to coach than Trent, whose chin is as defined and as rock solid as any chin we've seen. One of the great chins in world sport. So I think I, I just wanted to make note of that. And this, then I wanted to go into the fact that Des Hasler and the Manly Seagulls just go so well together. Yes. So deliciously well together. And I, I cannot believe, Tom, that we are now premiership favourites. In 2019. Well, yeah. We're odds on faves to, to take the whole thing out. Now, the game itself, obviously, as we mentioned earlier, we were in the middle of uh, some uh, some sort of uh, karaoke nightmare. Uh, but <laughs> unfortunately for, uh, for Hamish, I think there was a point where he realized that there was about maybe 12 blokes uh, who were just huddled behind a phone. <laughs> No, no, no. On each table, there was a congregation of men around phones. But um, DCE, clutch as fuck. As clutch as you like. He's always been clutch. I know, but his his record for drop goals now is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he can hit him, DCE. He can fucking hit him. Don't worry about that. Jake Javojevic. 69 tackles, 105 metres. 69 tackles. Punters, dribblers. 69. The best tackler in the game. He's the With best tackler in the game. Bar none. Uh, did they get that? Did they get the dangerous tackle charge right? Yes, they got 100%. it. Hundred percent. There's nothing in it. Got it right. There's nothing, nothing in, in it. it. Early play. He'll be there next week. The boys are flying. It's unbelievable. It's now, unbelievable. I mean, was I a little concerned when I saw him make that tackle? I was concerned that the NRL were going to get it wrong. Well, it was just like okay, Cottridge got three weeks, and I can't see a ho- like. Was there a whole lot of difference? No, no, there wasn't. Come on, like really. There was no difference. There was no difference. It was as bad. There was no difference. I don't get it. No, I don't get it. And then Isaac Luke also got a charge and his tackle I didn't think was, I thought his tackle was uh, better than all of them. His was fine, I thought. But uh, in all honesty, Jake's was... I thought Jake's... Was the worst. Was the worst of all of them. It was like no, because oh, he like shit. he like stands and delivers, yeah. right? Whereas Kotchitz like he falls over it. But yeah, Jake's was like I'm like, finishing. Yeah, you. like get it, bruh. Yeah, and what was obviously lovely to see uh, Jake's uh, gentlemanly nature has already been well established on this podcast. But he looked Jake looked like he knew he'd done like how fucked he was. Oh yeah, Jake looked like he thought he was fucked, and I think that's what saves you, right? Nice guys in the rugby league seem to get get away with things, right? Yeah. If you're an if you're an out and out grub who looks like an out and out rugby league grub, they're gonna throw the book at you historically. Josh Maguire or George Burgess would have got like twelve. Hundred percent. Why do you reckon Cameron Smith, who looks like an accountant, gets away with everything? Nice guy. Looks like a nice guy. Nice guys finish first in mm-hmm. the rugby league, as it were. Yep. Okay. And it, the tackle goes itself- against the old adage. The tackle itself was uh, raucous. It was a raucous. Tackle. It was a raucous tackle. And when I saw that he didn't get off, it was the one silver lining in what was a otherwise a horrible Sunday for me was to see that he wasn't charged. I sort of chuckled to myself. I, like, I laughed. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane. But Thanks. I mean, look, you can't you can't penalise great, lovely guys. I just no. think that's that's what we're learning here, punters, yeah. dribblers. 
The game loses then. The game loses. Good blokes need to be out on the field week on week. Okay, Put Jake. Good Jake, performances. Jake puts bums in seats and he and he directs eyeballs to screens. I mean, he's a money maker. He's a money spinner. Mm. Okay, sixty nine tackles made of steel, cut from granite. Big thick boy, face busted open like a bloody soup. He's team. a rugby league warrior, yeah. and the game needs warriors on the park. Cottridge, good player, not like not a household name really. Not like not like Jake is. Well, I mean, he's not the son of a tomato farmer. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Could you ever, in a million years, punters, dribblers, suspend the son of a tomato farmer? No, it w- not if you're a smart businessman. If you got bi- if you got any business now, which I know Toddley at the NRL does. We've had many a conversation with Toddley, haven't we? He's not he's not a silly boy. He's not going to suspend someone who's got a yarn and a narrative such as a turbo. Well, the NRL's not I mean they're not they're not idiots like you say. Todd's a smart guy and he knows if they get the the farmers off off board particularly the tomato farmers of this fine nation of this fine nation very powerful lobby very powerful movement they can move and shake the tomato farmers they're, well they are Australia's equivalent to the NRA the tomato farmer in this yeah. country yeah yeah they're heavily backed of they heavily backed politicians they are behind any big move mm. and I would not be surprised if Papa Trebojevic just made a little phone I think he made a, he would have called totally he would have got on the blow and said listen I don't need to tell you that Jake won't be, you won't be covered. Jake suspension won't be missing games. Otherwise, you'll feel the full Force. and powerful wrath of the Tomato Farmers Union. <laughs> oh, the TFU! It is a <laughs> the TFU. The TFU is <laughs> not to be fucked. Not with. to be fucked with, dude. Not to be fucked with. And look, do we have ties to the Tomato Farmers Union? <laughs> sure, <laughs> we might. We've got ears there. That's for damn sure. I will say this. I will say this. You remember our little issue with Apple? Yeah. How do you think that went away? How do you think so that happened? How do you think we got KO for free within a day after they said they weren't giving it to us? Little call to the TFU. <laughs> <laughs> they make things happen. They make things happen. Um, uh, shout out. Wow. Uh, have we got any other rugby league stories, Eddie? What else What else caught your eye? Um, I wanted Fuck. to just say, Friday night's games were absolute rib snorters. It was the a fa- great game, a great weekend to So lead. many good games, bro, but those two on Friday were rippers. The fact the Dragons lost was just so funny. I'm like, you... You blokes can't get it right. Is there anything harder than being a Dragons fan? Like I know, even when they won the premiership, you still—I feel like it just would have been tough to support them. Oh, so hard to support. And then, I mean, Gareth Whitup kicks a very delicious penalty to put them up thirty-five out. It's probably a forty-meter kick. And then for them to lose the ball off the short bloody kickoff, the yeah. short restart. Yeah. And then all they had to do, the Rabbits, was go wide. And they went in. It I wasn't was like, like they pulled off some play no, 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 or they made some no. epic break. It was just like their winger no, came it's in. It's just like through the hands. Through what's, the hands. What's funny, and like I know that they scored in the they scored on the wing of the rookie, right? It was someone's Saab. I think he's a new kid. I can't remember his name, but he was he scored two tries, had a pretty good game otherwise, mm. apart from the one that lost him the game. But yeah. how when and obviously Eddie speaking from very little NRL experience here, but when it was so simple, <laughs> it's like just stay on your wing and you're all good. <laughs> Like so, I don't, yeah. I don't understand. I was just thinking about the tomato farmers union again. <laughs> I was 
like, what's he fucking laughing at here? I don't, I don't know where I've gone. Oh, sorry. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Stay on your wing, Brian. You can't be wrong. That's what you do. Because then it's not your miss. That's it. It's not your miss then. Stay on your wing. I also wanted to point out, punters, dribblers, that the decision to sin bin Kalen Ponga for a fucking shoulder charge was disgraceful. That was disgraceful. It was so... Stu- it just sh- like He had two options. Either go in with his head, like dive at the ball, be, be there second, yeah. and lead with your head and like... You know who the, who the hell's going to do that? Well, of course, you're going to lead with your head, like especially a, a thinker like Caelan Ponga. Well, exactly. He's a rugby league thinker. He's not leading with his head, so he goes to spin out of it. He plays with his head, and in doing so, maybe maybe takes contact contacts him with the shoulder, but he's not. There's no intent. No, that's but that's also incidental contact, right? Where you go, oh well, that like that's unfortunate. Mm. It's like a head clash. Like where you go, oh well, that like you, who? What if you, if you and I were to have a head clash, which we did when we were celebrating Origin, and one of us was to get knocked out? Mm. That's just it's collateral damage. You're playing contact sport. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. And as Mitch Pierce rightly pointed out, if he doesn't get knocked out, Cheekham, I think it was. It's a seven tackle set, and the way the game was going, the ebbs and the flows. I reckon Newcastle would have scored. That was just my feeling. Yeah, I think they were robbed of a win. Now, could I be wrong? Yes, I could. Will we ever know? No, not without a time machine. Well, we'll see about that one. We'll see about, we'll that. See about that one. But also, what what a Newcastle loss and a manly win does do for us, Eddie, is puts us just and two more points away from uh, the Newcastle Knights on the ladder and Ben Cochran, who has made a bet over lunch for mm. us. Mm. I think we're on twenty four points and they're on eighteen. So, so they're six behind us. That's three wins. We got to lose three. They got to win three. Seems unlikely. Seems unlikely. That lunch Six looking very likely. I believe we agreed upon uh, we picked the venue and unlimited food and drink. <laughs> yeah, so tell you, where, tell you what, won't be going back to Bambuja and Bondi. No, no, it won't be. Sorry, Bambuja, you've been delisted. Blacklisted. But there's a lot of other options. Uh, I also wanted to get your thoughts, Tom, on the NRL proposing to bring in Hawkeye so they can tell if the f- ball goes forward or backwards out of the hands. Now, no. what do you reckon? Is no. that necessary? No, too much. Now, there was a couple in the, on the weekend that I wanted fucking to say, hours. Yeah, but I wanted to say this as well. I wanted to say this as well. How come every time there's a, f- a contentious forward pass, they, they go out of their way to like show where the ball left his hands and like where the guy caught it? And they're like, see, it moved forward in the air. I'm like... That's not the rule. No, the it's, rule is it's, out it's, of the hands. It's backwards out of the hands. Now, if you're running at full freight, right? Yeah. Let's go, you're running at 30 kilometers an hour. If you pass the ball backwards to your winger, it's going to go forwards in the air. It's yes. called, that's physics, ladies and gentlemen. So stop doing that. Stop showing that yeah, fucking that's, footage. That's it's not, not achieving the anything. It's got to be from the, the hands. It's, does it go backwards out of the hands? Stop looking at everything else. It's yeah. confusing people. Yeah. It's no, ridiculous. Right. It's stupid. And the rule is backwards out of the fucking hands. So stop showing this other <laughs> shit. Really annoys me. No, mate, I get you. And it's and you're right. And the only reason this Hawkeye thing is being brought up is because the referees have fucked up a couple of, a couple of them. One of them being one that would have, I think, won the game for the Warriors against the Eels or leveled it up at the death and sent it to Golden Point. Dior that punish. It was... Um, but it was... It was the Roger Tuovasa-Shek made a break and he's thrown it. It was not forward for, for shit. It was... And all four of those referees have been dropped, by the way. Um... But it but wasn't. Fo- Fox Sports came out being like evidence to suggest it was a forward pass because it moved forward in the air. I'm like, bruh, that's not the fucking that's rule. not the fucking rule here. Why? Why is this still coming up? I don't it doesn't understand. even need to be back out of the hands. It, needs, it could be flat as well. Well, yeah, but it, 
flat at best. Yeah. And then backward at worst, or worst at whatever. You get me. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Long weekend. But, Long weekend. Uh, it's a weird one, dude. I don't think Hawkeye is what you need. I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's going to be one, It's going to be another thing for them to fuck up. The bunker doesn't solve everyone's problems. The only, the only way I would be happy with it, punters, dribblers, is if they wore little wristwatches like they do in soccer, like with that VAR, and the game just continues, and then they get it. Like, it, it'll tell them on their watch. That was a forward pass. So then you go back. How Instead the, of, like, stopping. Hold on. Hold on. What, how does it work in soccer? So in soccer with the goal line technology, yeah. if if they, if someone clears it off the line, they'll keep playing. But if it was a goal, he'll get it on his watch and he stops using it. Okay, so if it goes, if it breaks the plane of the goal mouth. Yeah, like goes over the line. Goes over the line. But it's hard to tell live. Then they'll get a little notification. Yeah, and they'll be like, that went in. Could you do that with offside in soccer as well? If you've got a player... You probably could. ...in I, front of the last defender and just knowing where they all are. Yeah, yeah. But and I guess just, maybe it's quicker with the image. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking if it was something like that. So I just don't want them to, to stop and go to the bunker and look. And that, like, I, it's too fucking I just tedious think, and needy. I just, I just, Unless just, it can be done live, don't do it. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think the forward pass is that big of a problem in the game where you're like, oh, God, there are all these games being ruined by forward passes. It happens sometimes. Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes it goes against you. Sometimes it doesn't. It would always even out, though. It, look, it, eventually it does. Like, I just don't think it's the thing, like the glaring problem. Shit, we've got to fix the forward pass issue in the game. Let's get Hawkeye. Hawkeye's not even... Hawkeye's even a little bit how you going sometimes, you know? Like, even in cricket, sometimes Hawkeye's a bit weird. So, whilst I, I'm... I'm all for Hawkeye in cricket and in tennis. I'm still just like, let's leave it out of rugby league. It's just another fucking thing. Yeah. It's let's just not let's not overcomplicate it. No, nah, let's let's less relax. is more. Less is more. Less is certainly more in this case. Less is more. Less is more. Uh I wanted there was another rugby league story uh off the back of the forward pass. Now For the Warriors. For the Warriors, right? Same game. Now the CEO, I believe, of the Warriors, um, as some sort of like protest against the NRL has encouraged all the fans this weekend to go to Mount Smart Stadium dressed as referees. Hmm? Complete with whistles. Really? I'm just like, bruh, that sounds like a pretty fucking weird thing to do. Listen to him. This is a quote from him. Someone, George, he goes, let's give Canberra a bit of their own back in terms of what New Zealand's all about. That makes no sense. Everyone can bring a whistle if they want and have a bit of fun with it. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. That sounds like an absolute hoot. Fucking 15 New Zealand Warriors fans blowing whistles dressed as referees. I mean, look. But is that what New Zealand's all about? That's Dressing not, up as refs? You know what? As, a, as Last a, time I checked, it wasn't. As a proud half Kiwi, Edward, and yourself, I think you could probably vouch for this as well. Uh, I think we're all about all blacks and winning rugby world cups. Yeah. That's all the New Zealand side of me is about. Obviously, it's I'm an Australian. Yeah, if like if the Wallabies are out, then then, I'm, then I put on the my, black jersey. That's A-A-A-A-A-A-A. exactly right. Exactly right. Um, and then I barrack for more World Cups. Yes, but that's it, bro. I'm not dressing as a ref now. The idea, I don't mind the sort of like, I guess, bit of fun. You know, yeah, we're having a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? But it's also lame as fuck. So like, it's well, that's it. It's also seriously lame. Yeah, it's not that funny is the reality. And I mean, sure. Like, yeah, go on, dress up as refs. Burn. 
No. Burn. Or don't. How about that? Or don't dress up as refs. It's just a weird mindset, right? Like, if you're anti, like, let's say you are anti Cardinal Pell, which I hope you all are. Jesus. But you okay. wouldn't dress up like Strap him. in here. But you wouldn't dress up like him. No. And let's just stress that we are not comparing referees to high ranking Catholic priest pedophiles. No. That just, we aren't. Just saying, if you don't like something, you wouldn't dress up like them. That's a very good point. That's my point. Dude, fucking hate the storm. Let's all rock up in storm jerseys and. Makes no sense. No. So Not sure why I said the cuddle pill thing, whilst, but you get it. Whilst very spicy comparison, we stress having some dear friends who are referees, a la the great Bill Harrigan friend of the show, we are not comparing them to no. high-ranking former archbishops who are now in prison for being pedophiles. No, we're not. Just saying you wouldn't dress up as something that you seemingly don't like. or As mis- a way of protest. Yeah. Thank you. There is no logic there, but there's also no logic in... The Cardinal Pell thing. So I think we probably just move on from that. That's Rugby League, I believe. Yeah. All right, punters, dribblers. So, I mean, I can't remember a time when swimming was as sexy as it is right now. Would that be well, fair to I, say? Well, I can. Well, 2000. Okay. Not, Olympics. You know what? Not since 2000, mm. punters, dribblers, yep. has swimming been this sexy. That's That sounds more correct, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the, such is the nature of swimming in this country that we don't have any out-and-out out throbbers. You know, we've got your Kyle Chalmers, your Mac Hortons of the world, uh, your Campbell sisters uh, et al., but not really that sexy of a sport in the country. But you're throwing a couple of bloody drug scandals, brah. And a little leaf out of rugby league's book. A little leaf out of rugby league book. Scandal equals sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's all we're talking about. I'm interested in what Max bloody splits are. Oh, you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm really sort of, well, you know, how are we going? How it was the going? first time people, certainly that listen to this podcast, started to Google swimming. Yes. Certainly. Since the, Ian left us. Since Ian, not left us, still here, but well, Vale from a swimming sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, but... So after the uh, debacle that was uh, Sun Yang worst worst teeth in world sport, Morgmouth, Morgmouth, got a development there, has had him fixed. Since we said something, I, I think it's since we spoke, obviously. But do your own research. Look at his teeth when they were Morgmouth, and now I'm pretty sure Sun listened to the podcast has fixed him up. Can only say well done because they were atrocious, but. That's by the by here, punters, dribblers. Sun Yang last week got us talking swimming because Mac Horton protested him. Sun Yang's a dirty drug cheat. Um, but unfortunately, in the week since then, it has... There's been a development closer to home. We have a drug cheat as well. And when I say closer to home, I mean literally literally in this country. Shana Jack, uh, Australian swimmer, female. Shana with a Y. S-H-A-Y-N-A. Of course, of course. Um, which is nice. She's been done for a banned substance called... Of course it's not right there. Let's find it, punters, dribblers. <laughs> there. <laughs> Legandrol. She's been done for Legandrol, which is apparently... If you try punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some 
I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yeah. or Hines doesn't play. Yeah. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught if out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets do you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You've been pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's live. Well, I'm just saying I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right, so that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered... That you didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Nads. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler, dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Trusting, you know, the steroid sources about, which, you know, again, we know people. Uh, it's just only recently been added to the banned substances list, but it's not as bad 
Uh, it's not like a full-blown steroid, but apparently it's used to treat people with like hip injuries, uh, the elderly. Apparently some of the early tests have been very positive in terms of like what it can do, but it is banned. But reading about it, Eddie, gets you shredded, gets you jacked. So it's banned. Yeah. And she's taking it. Well, yeah, her B sample, I'm pretty sure, came back positive as well. But what happened was, was Mac Horton's up there doing his, you know, protesting. Swimming Australia knew that she was out, she'd done this, but couldn't tell the team yet because of some rule where, like, Asada knew about it, told Swimming Australia, but only Asada can announce the news. So they hadn't announced the news. So Swimming Australia didn't say anything. And then Mac Horton's up there protesting. And you can imagine people at Swimming Australia being like, fuck. We've got this dropping in like a week. Um, Not good. Not a good look. No. We've lost all our credibility. Well, see, now this is where I disagree because people have been saying that. People in China's been up on their bloody high horse going, oh, well, look at you fucking dickheads now. I get that. Because she's not swimming. She got sent home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. So that's a good point. I'm just saying it's now an easy like... Well, yeah, it's, look, it's, it's easy to poke. Hey, look, it's not a good look. No, it's not a good look. That's what I'm saying. It's not <laughs> a good look. It's dented our argument. It's absolutely dented the argument. But, but I mean, Max clean. Max clean. And listen, uh, we're here having a crack at Shana with a Y as well. We, you know, there's the door, bruh. Door's there, bruh. Door's there, bruh. Out of the pool for you. Whereas I think China still all over the Sun Young train, the the bloody oh they're on the Sung train, hundred percent they are the hammer of Sung. Oh yeah, they're loving Sung, and that's where we differ. Yes, that's where our that's where our uh, approach moral is high different. ground. That's it. Is able to remain is that we mm. don't support Shana with a Y. No, we don't support Shana with a Y. We don't. Nor do we support Morgmouth, Sung Yang. Sung Yang. So if China took a leaf out of our book, the world would be a better place. Yes. And, you know, I also feel sorry for Shana with a Y. She claims innocence here, right? Which I they don't always necess- do. They always do. I've never seen anyone own up to it. No. Out of the block. I tell you what, TJ Dillashaw did in the UFC. He just went, yep, I did it. Uh, but otherwise. Shana it couldn't with a, be. It couldn't be. It couldn't be. Yeah, That's Shana going, oh, no, what happened? I had to... Like, As they pour through, like, potential... Reasons for what... Oh, I had this supplement and it yeah. wasn't listed on the or thing. I, or I had this meat from now, this restaurant. Yeah, right, well, Canelo. Um, but there are examples, if I'm playing the devil's advocate for Shana with a Y, that there are supplements that don't necessarily list all the ingredients and so sometimes you or what they do is where the supplements are made right so let's say we own a supplement company mm. we make some shit that isn't on the butt water ban list and some stuff that is banned mm. it's mixed in the same vat mm. so it's like we'll make this you know just normal protein powder in the vat then we'll or we'll make a steroidy like something that's banned in the vat mm. then once that's done we'll rinse it off and then we'll make the, the one that's all G but so there's sometimes trace elements of it so then that's how it can get and contaminate other supplements. Mm. Now, I mean, sure, cool, I get that. But also, like, if you're an athlete, 99% of athletes, either either they get away with cheating here or they don't do it, right? Like, it's there, there are a few people that get caught because they are either not vigilant enough, which isn't an excuse when you're an athlete, I don't think. Like, no. So you must know by this stage, you can't just go and eat out here or just go and have this supplement or just go. You got to know that there could be shit in it because there are other cautionary tales of people going, oh, I didn't know. 
Like, mate, it happens all the time. Yeah. Now, if that is the case, I feel sorry for her, but she wasn't diligent enough. But I'm also like, so many people that have been done use plead this defense. Yeah. And, and ignorance isn't ignorance isn't isn't an excuse. Ignorance is just like, well, you're an idiot then. Yeah. Yeah. Should have known better. Should have known better. Shane with a Y. We're disappointed. Sorry, Shane with a Y, but you are out of the pool, babe. Out of the pool. Towel on. Towel on. <laughs> Swimmers off. Towel on. In, well, do whatever you want there, but just you know, get out of the pool. Side note, though, if anyone wants to send in some Legandrol, if it can strip back the weight, Eddie, help me get swole, <laughs> you know? And it's Get the big guy some Legandrol. Get me some Legandrol. It's good for old people. Are you getting a baggy grain for it? No. No. But we, it would be nice to look at something more than girth and fat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you had some sort of chiseled freak next to you, yeah. Which obviously I'd feel better. But I've got that potential in me, right? Like, you know, where it's like you can see something, you're like, this could be anything. It just chooses to be nothing. Mm. That's, I think, me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps with the aid of Legandro. Well, exactly, right? That's what we're asking for. Yeah. So, punters, dribblers, if you have some, send it in. The big guy will sample it. We'll see if he shreds. We'll see if he gets swole. If not, he can't be transformed. Yeah, exactly. If not, then he's stuck no, as a fat man. I'm stuck for the rest of his life. Banished to the world of overweight adults. Because <laughs> I am old as fuck now. Um, and early knee reconstructions. Early knee reconstructions, adults that on diabetes, onset diabetes, and uh, back issues. Way too young. And uh, a weakening core. And a weakening resolve. And a weakening resolve. And, uh, and an unjustifiable sweating. You know what I mean? And erectile dysfunction. And erectile dysfunction and sleep apnea. <laughs> have to be hooked up to one of those machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to get a mask. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's swimming. That's, that's, that's swimming. Punters dribblers, the ashes is upon us. Now, you might be asking yourself, why haven't you two been talking about this more? The answer was we weren't ready to talk about it because we were still absolutely shattered that England won the World Cup and we got knocked out in the semis with an absolutely weak performance when we thought that the blood had returned to the Australian one-day painters. Yep. We needed time to lick our wounds, to reassess, to get back into the right mind frame and come at this all guns blazing, positive as hell. Yep. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, Ashes starts this Thursday, 8 p.m. for them. those of you living in the eastern states. Absolutely throbbing for a bit of fucking test cricket. Absolutely throbbing. It's been far too long. The old enemy cannot fucking wait to rip in. Now, test one, Edge Bastard. We have had a very tumultuous relationship of late with Birmingham. Uh, we obviously lost the semi there to England, which was a fucking catastrophe. Uh, 2005, we lost the Ashes there, basically. Um, we haven't had any success there, which we've mentioned on previous podcasts, since the 99 World Cup semi-final. Mm. But we arrived there once more. Last time we played there, 2015, you'll remember after we beat them at Lords, we went to Edge Baston, and we had our tails up. You know, we were... We thought we were going to come home... With a wet sail. With a wet sail. Which still doesn't make sense to me, that saying, but... Yeah. Now, I digress. We digress. We got bowled out for 136. So, I believe it was overcast and the nut was swinging. This is the real concern. Obviously, we'll get to the squad that was announced in just a moment, but our history uh, with the swinging nut is 
not a good one. It's as good as our history with Edgebaston, really. Uh, we shit ourselves at first sight of the ball doing a little, a little, you know, movement. So is it, surpri- is, it, is it surprising that the first test is there? Absolutely not. Of I think not. they want to embarrass us out of the gates, at least try to. Get us scared, get us in the back foot. Now, Eddie, could you just please take the punter and the dribbler through the squad for us that's been announced? Yes, I can. Eddie, once once unlock I the unlock the phone for you. There you are. So, punters, dribblers. I'm just going to... Should I rattle them off or do you want to stop... As we go through, I think rattle them off and then we'll come back. So, as I'm reading them in front of me on this phone, Hazelwood, Payne, Cummings, Bancroft, Harris, Cummins, Cummins, Bancroft, Harris, Head, Harris, Head, Kawaja, Labashagne, Labashagne's in there, Lyon, Mitch Marsh, Nessa, Pattinson, Siddle, Smith, Stark, Wade, Warner. How do you feel about that? Well, let's just talk about the ones that... So, Nessa, how, he's the household name of the team. Nessa, a, a tweaker? I think he's a fast bowler. I think he, I think Is he, he? I think he swings the Duke, bro. The Dukes. Think he's a, think he's a quick. Um, and I think that he's had some good um, shield form in the back end when they were... Um, when they were introduced the Dukes to the, the final, few, however many rounds it was, of the shield season, to your the amount of rounds they played with it. But Nessa, he's the household name for the team. Definitely couldn't pick him in a lineup. Mm. But excited to see how he goes if he even gets a game, uh, because realistically, our fast bowling is kind of locked outside of Pattinson maybe coming in for someone. Mm. Um, Matt Wade has finally found the person he needed to fuck to get back in that side. We don't know who it was. We can't confirm who Wade had to fuck or suck. But he's fucked or sucked. He's done it. That's a fact. He's back. He's that we do know. We do know. Well, that's con- that's confirmed by the fact that he's in there. Um, and every chance to be batting, I think at maybe five or six. I think he'd be at six. Six. I, six. Think, I think realistically you'd put him at six. Yes. Mitch Marsh in the squad. Don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of need for a fifth seamer. No. But f- fourth. 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 Uh, look, I think Mitch Marsh. They they had their intra club uh, game, which obviously was a bit of a shit show. Uh, the batsmen were horrible. Well, it was a, it was a shit show. Swamp Junior Junior did perform well with the ball, and I guess you kind of go, well, what's the point in having him? What's the point in doing that if you don't reward some form within that format? So, Banger's back. Banger's back. He's been scoring a lot of runs. He's been yep. over playing county cricket, been exposed to English conditions. Got a lot of work done with the Duke. Well, he's also, uh, he's a changed man, Eddie. We know that he is now a fully-fledged yogi. Uh, yes, he is. He's uh, namasteing. He's doing his vinyasas. He's doing the downward dogs. Uh, he's back. He's back. I think I think as well as, you know, someone who is partial to a bit of yoga myself, Eddie, this is well documented. Yes. Uh, thus the flexibility. Thus the flexibility. And the tight core. Yes. Um he is very good at blocking out the obvious emotion and uh, sort of head noise that would come from returning from such global uh, fallout. Yeah. You know? Oh, global fallout's putting it mildly. Yeah. This, this thing was Chernobyl, um, yeah. although that's less than global fallout. But you get what we're saying, punish dribblers. Um, Heard him interviewed today. He was like, mate, it is what it is. People have come up to me and asked me to sign sandpaper. They've done this, they've done that. And he's just like, fuck it. I'll sign that paper. I think he has to take a fuck it mentality into this. And I'm happy for him to do that. And I think yoga's helped him. 
I think so. It'll be interesting to see who they pick. Probably go with Harris up top, you would think. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's because ha- Kawaja fighting to be fit. So I don't. I mean, Kawaja is fighting to be fit. But if we just go up the top of the order, let's let's work out what we do here. So Bancroft is in form now. Harris was out of form at the end of the Australian summer. We were playing Sri Lanka, and and you know he didn't have a uh, he didn't have a great summer. Oh, sorry, as I try to unlock this phone for Eddie. He mm. didn't have a great summer, I don't think, Harris, from memory, or he had a bad end to it. Again, Dior all this, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't... He, he sort of... He, he petered out. Mm. Um, he was all right against India, maybe, in that fucking series, which I'd escaped... I'd, I'd wiped from my memory until that very moment, and I'm now sweating. Um, but then you think about people like Smoke and Joe Burns and Curtis Patterson, who were absolutely throbbing at the end of summer. Can't get in there. Mm. I... I'm still not sure what Lava Chagne does. Do you know? Yeah. I just, I'm just still not there on Lava Chagne. Like, by all means, I'm happy to be proven or just to have my mind changed. I just don't know what he does. I know he can bowl a little bit and I know he bats a little bit, but does he do any of them? Well, at the end of the day, we need to score runs. We've got the best quicks in the in. The, the world, world, you could say, say for Jasper. You've Palmer. got you've got Nathan Lyon, who, as we've mentioned before, prepared to take on Pidge and ascend a second most Test wickets at the end of his career. Like that's realistic for for Nath, for the goat. Nate's working his way. Into so that I mean, bowling's not going to be a problem. Absolutely not. We need to score runs. Yes. So unless you can score a bucket load of them, I don't give a shit if you can bowl some spin yeah. or you can or you can bowl a few overs here and there. I don't ca- I don't care, mate. Mm-mm. You need to be averaging 50 and you need to be scoring tons under the pump. That's what we need. Tons under and, the pump. And if you're not doing that, you can go and get fucked. Now, I know that might sound harsh, no. but, but it's not harsh. When, we, when you consider we haven't won the Ashes in England since 2001, an absolute age by anyone's metric, mm-hmm. we need to knuckle down and we need to get some Ws back, okay? Because that India series, which has since been wiped from the memory, still lingers. We need to move past the South African debacle. We need to ascend once more to the dominant force that we know we are and that we should be. And I think that starts 8pm Thursday. Now, the boys need to score runs. Simple as that. Runs so, are plenty. So pick... The run scorers, please. Yes. That's why Wade's back in there. Wade will be at six, like Wade there at six. He'll boy the boys. Uh, Wade's uh, Wade, I think, has learnt that he's no longer a wicketkeeper for this nation. Doesn't need to be. He's a boy-boyer. He's a boy-boyer. He's very chatty. He gets the boys boyed. Okay. Chirps. He, he chirps. He's a chirpy little fucker. And I think that the mountain of runs he scored, he's beautiful to come in at six because he can he can provide a foil to people. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. If, if Warner's going for gold, he can foil him if we lose a couple of early ones. Smudges in, same thing. And he's look, just there and he, he can play a role. He can play a role, but he's he's, he's in the runs right now, is Wade. So mm, he's in, the, in the runs. That's what we need. Uh, so obviously we go. I, I think maybe Bancroft will be picked ahead of Harris. That's my feeling. So you've got Bancroft, Warner, Bancroft, Kawaja, Smith. Who's your five? Travis Head. Travis Head, Who's five. captain. Wade, six. Payne, seven. Uh, Cummins. Cummins, Stark. And then they'll Lion, either go. They'll either, yeah. Or, but then but they're also They're also, also talking about Pattinson over Stark. I don't know that Pattinson can get in there straight away. <coughs> so it'll be, it'll be the country boy. I think it's the country boy Cummins and Stark yeah. uh, in terms of our fast bowling mm. uh, trio. I think you, I think you stick with the trio, don't you? I think so. Pattinson's roaring back to to calculations, and I like Pattinson. He's got a sleeve. 
it's always nice to have a, a sleeved bowler, Mitchell Johnson, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think so just yet, bro. I think we give it Just to, wait your turn, bro. Yeah. You know, you've had three years out and I'm excited to see you back. And believe me, if one of the boys doesn't aim up, then welcome. But Pat Cummins is there for the whole five tests. So I'll give you the hot tip. Steve Smith due a ton. Smith very much due a ton. Very much. When was the last time you saw him take the helmet off? Not for a while. When was the last time you saw him hold the bat halfway up and point his kookaburra, uh, sorry, his, uh, his, uh, his koala mattress sticker out? Not for a while. Not for a long time. Well, not since time. the Ashes. Not since the Ashes back here. Jesus. That seems like a lifetime ago. We were different people. We, we were, were different, different people. The we world a, was different. We were a different nation. We were. So I think now it's time to set new memories and, and write new narratives because... Uh, positive ones. Positive ones. Let's hope this can be a cathartic experience for the cricketing, for the nation, uh, uh, the cricketing nation. You Look, know. I mean, the nation needs something. There's been, it's been rich in turmoil and rich in disappointment mm -hmm. lately. And that's just a fact. We haven't won jack shit. We couldn't even win the Netball World Cup. Which, again. And we've never finished lower than second. Don't get me fired up about the Netball World Cup again, Eddie. I won't. I'm not going to start the me. big guy because no. he went for days on just an, just a nonsensical rant. I, I went into a depression, let's be honest. It's all right. We so we've only just pulled the big guy out. We can't get him started. But my point is valid. Nothing's gone our way except if you're a New South Welshman and you love the game of rugby league. But and you're a Manly fan. Victorian listeners and our West Australian listeners and our South Australian listeners. And obviously... That wouldn't have mattered to you. No. So if you're going on Australian performances and Australian performances alone, you have had fuck all going on. Yep. No one's winning in the surfing. Dan Ricardo can't even finish races. <laughs> Uh, the Wallabies are awful. The Netballers didn't win. Uh, where's Jason Day and Adam Scott? Uh, when was the last time they featured in any golf tournaments? Nothing. Nothing's going on. Kyrgios doesn't care. We have forgot Ash Barty. Ash Barty, one shot. Sorry, Ash. Shout out to Ash. And also our Southern Stars, cricketers. They did just get Absolutely, the Ashes. Absolutely, you're right. The Thank women you. are flying. Look, I can't be nation. too negative. I can't Unless be too negative. Ball. Women are flying. Netballers, no. But other than that, Ash Barty, cricket, uh, you know, the, the, the soccer team. No, nah, the soccer team fucked no, up they in the World all, Cup. No, they were awful, nah, they fucked they were, in the they World were, Cup. People are putting them down to be in the final. Yeah. Like win the fucking Yeah, no, nah, they let us down there. Look, so it's really cricket now. All I'm saying is when we used to win everything, now that we're only winning like one or two things, it's disappointing. The boys can write this wrong. If we win the Ashes in England, like, all's forgotten. All's forgotten. Yeah. That'll take the relief. That'll... I mean, Michael Checkout would be begging, begging for a strain win over there because if they win, then no one cares about the Wallabies. They go, well, we've already wrapped up the Ashes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we know you're... It won't be as important. But if we lose the Ashes and then the Wallabies go and put in a horseshit performance at the Rugby World Cup, like, oh my God. I mean, Checker's going to quit anyway if we lose. So he doesn't... He's just sort of going, well, I'm either going to be like a legend here or... You know, I'm out. Or I'm out, yeah. Back to his fashion line, which he legitimately has. I don't know, it's weird. Man, he's, he's quite wealthy. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's uh, independently wealthy, we like to call. Yeah, people like Michael Jagger. Yes. He, doesn't, he doesn't care about coaching. He doesn't do it for the paycheck. He does it for the love of the game. But he doesn't mind a paycheck. Who does? Um... But that's where we're at. That's so where we're good at. luck to the boys. Good luck. Uh, just just knuckle down. When the going gets tough, please just knuckle down. It's going to be nipping about. Just, yeah. just, knuckle, just yeah, knuckle, knuckle down. down. You know what I mean? Knuckle Don't, down. No rash shots. Leave them. If it's outside off, just leave the fucking thing. Just leave it. Leave it. Just wait and leave it. No tight leaves, but just leave it.
Okay. Okay. That's don't all. Don't go wildly thrashing outside off when it's nipping about. No. You can guarantee you can guarantee it'll be overcast. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be, be doing a bit. And we'll lose moving. the toss and they'll probably send us in. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's that's cricket. Uh shout out to the boys. Let's boy the boys. Boy the boys. Uh, get around the boys. Uh, boy the boys. boys. Boy the boys. All right. So dribbler dribbles. Dribbler dribbles. Got a big one here. All right, so this is from Lloyd Warren Howard. The double barrel last name could play rugby union. Can't confirm. But Lloyd Warren Howard, shout out to Lloyd. Very rugby union. But this is an NRL question, so who knows? Uh, Are the rules surrounding which club you support, NRL, but applicable to all team sports, I suppose? If the city slash suburb you were born in has a team, are you obliged to follow that team? If, for instance, you were born and raised in Townsville, are you a wanker for supporting the Rabbits? What does a bloke from the Gold Coast who supports the Melbourne Storm because it was full of Queensland legends do once all the legends have retired? Obviously, this is an extremely complex and loaded topic, just splitting at the seams with emotion. I can see this being an explosive talking point with the potential to raise the ire of the punter and whip the glistening spittle on the chins of the dribbler into a froth. (laughs) But it's been bothering me for a while. And I thought that if there were two generational sporting minds that would have the courage to make a start at unpacking this, it's the perennially stiff lads over at the Hello Sport podcast. Targo the Raiders. That was eloquent. Well written. Very well written. Very well written. Now, I just wanted to get to the... I just want to... I need to have all the facts... So he he's born and raised in Townsville. I don't goes even know. For, goes for the rabbits. I'm not sure if he's... But then what about the storm thing? I don't think he's giving us facts about his life. I think he's asking the question, so if you live in Townsville but you support the storm, or if you live in the Gold Coast and you go for the Rabbitohs or whatever the hell his little mix was, mm. are you a fuckwit? Do you have an obligation to support the team from where you live? Well, look, if you are... Born and raised in Townsville, but you've been living for a long time in Sydney. Like well, it, the thing is, right? If you're born and raised in Townsville, you they sh- you should have been going for them when, when you live there. there. There's a, you know it's a complex question here, right? Because I do, I grew up in uh, outside of Sydney, mm. Southern Highlands region. Yeah, but my old man was a manly boy, mm. so we always went for manly. Now I don't think that I have any obligation to support you know what's that area i guess you'd say like illawarra steelers that'd be be st george uh you know technic like technic but it's like but i mean you don't have a team you don't have a team but like the one that's closest to me let's say i lived in fucking uh st george but the old man was still from manly i don't think that i have to go for st george because i'm there i think i think uh the father-son rule the father son precedence over anything the the father-son rule gets you through yes 100 percent I think that, you know, you are allowed to go for whoever you want, but you got to pick and stick. I would say, though, that, like, with one with one town teams, like Townsville yes. or like Newcastle, yeah. you, I don't know, without going on the father-son rule, what excuse you would have for going for something. That's what I mean. So if you live in Townsville, have your whole life, but go for the Rabbitohs, just because you like sense. the fact that Greg Inglis played for it, doesn't that, make that's, that's bullshit. You're that doesn't make sense. You're in, Sydney, in Sydney, there's a lot of teams. So, you so can, it's a little bit it's more... A, it's an easier sell. It's an easier sell yeah. to a degree. Even then. But, it, I mean, it can get a little bit tricky, but let's just stick with the original question of one-team town stuff. 
You'd, you'd want to have a fucking good excuse for flipping. And the reality is there isn't a one. A very good excuse. There isn't one. And there isn't one unless there's the father-son rule. Or a family or, member plays. Again, need a very iron There aren't player. many of those. Very. I mean, very, very yeah. few. So to answer your question, Lloyd. Can't be done. Can't be done. If you do that, you're a wanker. If, and, and then to answer your second question, what happened, you know, can I support Melbourne because they're full of Queensland legends? No. No, you can't. You're allowed to appreciate them. They could be your second team, but you're not allowed to follow them just because. Yeah, because a second team's all right because a second team changes. Like, at the, a second team can change week to week. But, you know, at the start of a season, when you see a team that's got a bunch of good players, like at the start of the season, I reckon Newcastle was my second favourite team. Nice bloody, you know, like the town all get around and Pong is mm. throbbing. Oh, Pierce yeah. was going all right. Clemmer, they got some good players in. Around good culture, good rugby league culture up there. So you can do whatever you want with your second team. That's on you. But if you live in an area and you've got no real reason to be going for a team outside of that, then you're a wanker. Because A, you're never going to go to the games. And B, if you're going to stop supporting them when Queensland players, Queensland legends leave, then like, what sort of fan are you, bro? What are you doing? That's not a fan. You well, can't because then you're a fan of the players, not the club, no. and that's not what it is. Because no. players change all the players fucking time. Players come and go, like you said. The Queensland players will leave Melbourne at some point. So you can't support a club based on players unless you're like four, or unless you're like an NBA fan who just follows LeBron. But we don't. But like you can follow whatever NBA team you want because you're not American. That's it. So you just pick one and like whatever. But like I'm talking about real fan here, right? Mm. Like people that say like, oh, I'm, I, I love Liverpool. Liverpool is my favorite football team. I'm like, bruh, you've never been to a game. How much? Like you're not from Liverpool. You can't be that big a fan. Like, no, you, can gotta, su- you never walk alone, you could, Scott. Yeah, but you could support them. Cool. But you can't be like passionate and no. crying shit. No. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't. Because you, like, you don't really understand it. You don't get it. Like I, mate, when I go to Manly three or four times this year, like it, it feels like, like home. Yes. From a club perspective, right? Yes. And you get around it and you can taste it and you can feel it and it's tangible and it's there. That's what you get when you support a club. It's more than the players. It's like... It's, it's more than the players. It's more than just watching it on TV. It's more than just being like, oh, yeah. Like, it's it's about actually immersing yourself in it. It's yeah, you've got you to you throw your lineup. That's it. Knowing who some of your reserves are. Know who some of your good kids coming through are. Shout out to everyone who, sh- who tagged us in uh, that Bench Boyovich video yeah. of the week. Plenty of those. An emergent son of a tomato farmer. Uh, but there's more to it than just being like, oh, yeah, I support a club. Like, we've got some friends who, and we've done this on some of our earlier podcasts, of which remain. Uh, hidden from the public for other reasons, but where we would shame people for we did it twice uh, being basically uh, f- for flipping on clubs for being weak as piss. Now, if you feel like us kicking that off again, if you want to send in someone that you think deserves to be shamed publicly because they have changed the club they support, please, you know where to hit us up at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, and we'll shame them. We'll shame, them and, but we'll them. also give them a right of reply. Yep. So we'll go okay. Who is it? And what's what's their excuse? And then we'll shame them. Then we'll give them the right reply. Because a shaming will happen. Oh, yeah. Pre-excuse. Oh, yeah. Um, Hope that clears it up. Yes. Now, I, I don't know if that's uh, there's anything else for us this week, Eddie. I feel like that's uh, the podcast. Hell of a podcast. Hell of a podcast. Minute, an hour ten. Thank you uh, to Lloyd uh, Warren Hepworth or whatever your Hell of a question. double barrel Actually, last John's name was. One. Huh? KD's oh, got one as well. Thank you, Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Warren Howard, for that question. Um, and we've got one more from the King of Dribble, the man who will never get the Pipe Layer of the Week. That's not true. He might earn it, but probably won't. Um, 
Now, punters, dribblers, KD, king of the dribblers, has a rich history of sending in awful questions. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. If this is any good. G'day, dribblers. Good to see Manly and Trent's firmly in the top eight. You know what? That's a nice way to start. That's a nice way to start. He's he's gone out of his way. In yep. honor of the elite throbbers that are the Trevojevic, Trevojevic brothers, I have a question. In your uneducated opinion, wrong, educated, apart from them, who are the greatest siblings in sporting history and why? I would say the Barrett brothers of All Blacks fame. Cheers, KD. You know what? The Barrett brothers are pretty good. There are three of them. Um, I mean, the Mannings in the NFL. What about the Stewarts? Two rings. Brett Stewart, Glenn Stewart, two rings. Played for the country, played for the state. Uh, the Johns Clive brothers. Churchill medalist in there as well. Clive Churchill medalist in there as well. Uh, the Johns brothers were good, but I guess Matt, Joey way better than Matt. But they both played for Australia, both won grand finals. The Morrises haven't both won grand finals. I don't think you could put them in there. The Wars? The Wars. The Wars are pretty close. I think the Wars are pretty goddamn close. Um what else do we have here, mate? I mean, you could say, uh, could you say like Sam Kerr and her brother Daniel Kerr, AFL, uh, top of the game for AFL, won a grand final, and then Sam Kerr is one of the greatest female uh, athletes in the world. Not um, bad, not bad. But hasn't, like, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, but no. I'm not giving yeah, it to no, him, but, no. you know. Um, yeah, but no. Seth and Steph Curry. Not Australian. Was that in part of I the I think question? it was in the world. I don't know if it was Australian. So I said Peyton and Eli Manning. Did he say world? Let me double check that. In sporting history. Oh, yeah, because he mentioned the fucking Barrett's, of course. The Mannings, bro. That's They're pretty legit. Not a bad one, huh? Not a bad one at all. Uh, Andy now, Irons, Bruce Irons. This, that's a good one. What about, uh, what about uh, Mitchell Stark and Brandon Stark? I mean... Not bad. Not bad. One of the greatest white ball workers of all of time. Of all time. And, and one of the great jumpers in Australian sport. One of the sport. great jumpers. And we, look, we know how much the nation loves a jumper. Yeah. Um, Not a bad shout. Not a bad, bad shout. shout. The Campbell sisters, swimmers, yeah. not going to make it. Yeah. Nah. nah. Do, you, do you like the wars in? I think the wars are a pretty good, uh, a pretty good uh, shout there. I don't know. Are there any in rugby? The Ellers? The Ellers. The Ellers are pretty tight. But again, before our time. Before our time. So I'd say the wars. I'd lock the wars in. I'd lock the wars in. One of the great all-time great captains in Steve, and then obviously Mark, just an absolute throbber. <laughs> so... Yeah, there's that. There's that too, you know. Um, plenty of ashes, plenty of World Cups, plenty of glory. Shitloads of tests of their nation. Yeah. Uh, shitloads. shitloads of runs, shitloads of wicks. Shitloads of records. Shitloads of records, shitloads of good times. One's immortalized in bronze for God's sake. Exactly, right? And then the other one's probably cut about that. But that's all right. That's sibling rivalry. It's probably what drove them to be that good. They're twins, and I'm pretty sure such is the competitive nature. I don't even know if they're that tight anymore. But that's it. That's it. Best siblings Ever. Some pretty good names in there, though. Not yeah. a bad question. I think we I think we got some of them. We may have missed some punters, dribblers, if we have. Please it's because we've had a big weekend, Huge weekend. and you must forgive us. Uh, but you know what, King Dribble? Good question. Good question, bro. Uh, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Curtly Bill, please get in touch. Um, really getting a little bit ridiculous now, Curtly. We really need to get you on. Uh, obviously, hopefully that's happening soon.
Obviously, we hope that. Also, those whispers still persistent. Still persistent. They're currently linking to Manly. I don't know. I've I've heard that he's been spotted around Warringah. Um, just what I've heard. Just what I've heard. So, uh, I mean, I I know that we'd, we'd take him with both hands. Oh, and fists. And fists. And feet. And everything. Yeah. Got to go. Solely. Got to get out of here, though, because... Hot. Hot, sweaty, running out of fuel. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?